Welcome to the Hell Hoops podcast with Zach and Jalen. Uh, Jalen, the season started already, and as we all know, we've all been enjoying it. But I mean, this has been a significant last couple days, you know, kind of peculiar compared to other past seasons, just because of the high-profile injuries already. What do you say? Yeah, man, it's it's been it's been heartbreaking, honestly, with all these all these like big pieces of teams going down so quick. Right, you know, everybody was ex- excited about the Celtics. You know, they're ch- oh, challenging man. them. Yeah. Hayward's injury, he's most likely, almost certain, you know, out for the rest of the 2017-2018 yeah. season. I'd, I'd want him to be out, honestly, just so he can get a full recovery. Man, I haven't seen an injury that gruesome. I mean, Paul George is what comes to mind. Yeah, Paul George is probably – it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as Paul George's, but his it was pretty bad. It was just gruesome. You know, yeah. Twitter, social media – just blew up. Yeah, I was watching it. I was watching the game when it You're happened. Watching, I was not watching it. I was watching. You could you could hear it. You could hear it snap. Man, it, was just, it just looked it looked bad. Oh, but man. as far as Hayward, and it, you know, it's real bad. Everybody can sympathize sympathize with Hayward, the Celtics, Celtics fans. Oh, uh, yeah, you can tell that that team it, it hurt them quite a bit. You can tell like immediately. Kyrie Irving's face to me was like like wow, I'm alone now. I mean. Yeah, he, he's not alone. He's, yeah, he's not alone, but it's Hayward was a big piece. Hayward was a key piece. Yeah. Look at that contract they gave him. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Ainge, if you're somehow listening to this, we love you, and sorry. we're sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Everything was coming together. We took a big leap on, of course, trading Isaiah Thomas away when he was the one. Who really got Hayward yeah, they, to get they, And they did a lot to bring him into. Yeah. You could say it was karma in a sense. Uh, honestly, I mean, dang, that's that's, tra- that's awful to say, it. but yeah, it's true. You know, it's sorry, true. sorry, Celtics nation, but you know, uh, yeah, that hurt, that hurt my feelings a little bit. It, the the one you know positive outlook is the Jason Tatum from Duke, the rookie. Yeah, he's he's gonna get his chance to shine now. That's all. That's all he needed was an opportunity, and this is a huge, huge opportunity for him. Huge opportunity. As we've already seen, he's getting more minutes. He's been he's been hooping. The Celtics are five hundred, but you know it's early right now. Yeah, it's real early. But Kyrie Kyrie's been he's been kind of he's been he's not, he's not been shooting well. That's really been his only problem. I think he's shooting like thirty like seven thirty eight percent right now. Yeah, without Gordon with or without Gordon Hayward, honestly, I think the Celtics are still a top three team in this Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference easily, easily. In the NBA, no. And the NBA, as long as the playoff structure stays the same, come playoff time, you know, one through eight, west and east. Yeah, they'll still probably be number number two, number two or three. Number two or three. But um, what we wanted to touch on here was the fact that Jason Tatum's getting more playing time, and of course Jalen Brown's role. Oh yeah, Jalen Brown's been hooping. He's been, he's been, been he's been giving him like twenty a night now. I think every game. Yeah. Do you think they work well together and think that they'll be improving? together absolutely absolutely they, they they play well together too they're both two young guys and they're still trying to get their feel for the game but jason tatum he's he looks like an old head out there playing he really does what paul pierce said about him like what he looked like like six seven years in that that's pretty close I mean, it's, he, it's not as yeah. polished but it's it's smooth he's already got that you know veteran mentality it seems it seems like he's been playing in the nba for you know longer Right. In a couple games, right? Yeah, so we're only like five, five, six games in. He just seems comfortable on the court. He looks good with Kyrie. He looks good with Horford. Yeah, yeah. The the ball distribution is there. Ky- Kyrie's assist numbers. It's going up. 
It's going up. I'm I'm actually happy he's doing that. But I feel like he's he just not he has he's not real confident in his shot right now. I think a lot of it has needs to be attributed to Brad Stevens. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's still it's still a new team for him too. That's something else that you know not a lot of people have brought up to make it a point that you know this came together. Um, of course, Isaiah Thomas really convinced him, but people I don't know if they forget or it's just minuscule. But Brad Stevens was Hayward's coach at Butler. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like that was a huge piece for him coming there because they still they had a good relationship throughout. They did, you know, yeah. that that game where Hayward missed the shot. Yeah, that, that would have been, he would have been in history. Right? Yeah, that would have been. He missed the shot, and he'll have to live with that forever. And, you know, I'm sure he feels like winning a ring in Boston with Stevens kind of makes up for that uh, loss. Yeah, yeah it works for Madness sure. Tournament. For sure. He, he missed the shot, you know. He, now he needs to make, make a make shot it. to win a championship yeah. game. Yeah. So as far as other injuries go, you know, let's talk about some other notable ones. What do you think? Yeah, Markel. Markel Fultz's injury is really interesting to me because I feel like no one knows what's really wrong with him. Right, right. You know, it's and that just really hurts too. That hurts so much because Philly cannot catch a break with no, these rookies. No, these injuries. It, yeah, it's not. It's not been great for him. But right. I, I know they know they pinpointed it to his shoulder. But as you can tell, like it's affecting his shot. He's not effective in games at all. That's what. That's why he developed that awful free throw shot he has. But hopefully, them sh- those shots he's been getting, and like they've been leaking fluid out of him. Hopefully that helps him out some. Right, and this Sixers ke- team is still interesting. I know they're one and three, or one and two, uh, whatever in, it is. I think they're one and four. One right and four. Now. They one think they just now. lost. But they're still interesting. Ben Simmons is playing great when he says. Yeah, absolutely. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are both playing really well. Uh, Robert Covington had a really good game. The first game they played, he had like seven threes. Yep, and uh, you know, unfortunately, kind of Mister Irrelevant on this team now with the new pieces is your little Okafor. Man, you don't you don't even hear from him. Right, right. It's just it's sad. I mean, obviously, Nerlens Noel got traded off. Yeah, traded. Uh, I feel like Jalil, uh, Jalil should get traded too. Should have been Jalil. Should have been both, honestly. Both. Yeah, I can see both of them. Both of them being in Dallas would be nice because they they need a a, a center power forward. Kind of young twins towers. Kind of. Yeah kind of a worse, you know, younger Anthony Davis to Marcus the Cousins yeah. kind of going Yeah, on. for sure. Because they, they played okay together in Philly. Just after when Joel Embiid got healthy, he kind of just got kicked to the side. Right. You know, uh, since we're talking about injuries, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis just, got hurt. He just got hurt. Yeah, he missed the game. But, you know, Boogie still dropped 39. Still dropped 39. Still lost. Still, I mean, the, the Pelicans, you know, that's that's a wild card for sure. Can they make? Can they get into that six to eight kind of race in the I, West? They can't. They can't do it. They they're, they don't they don't have they don't have the team. Like their their bench is awful, and their guards they're too they're too small. Guards are too small. Too small, and their their forwards are too small. Their forwards, I think, Solomon Hill's like six five, and he's right. their starting small forward. He's an undersized undersized three, three for sure. yeah, for sure. And they just they can't keep up. If I mean you have two bigs giving you sixty points a night. Like to, all together, and they they only have eighty points at the end of the game. Right, it's just a shame. Cause yeah, I, yeah, it's a shame. Demarcus Cousins won't be in New Orleans come All Star break. Absolutely not. He probably won't be there. That's a prediction right now. Yeah, yeah, no. They they're gonna try to get what they can for him before he decides to leave because he's gonna leave because they're they're not gonna win games. 
Right. Anthony Davis can't leave. He's locked up for four more seasons. Oh, man. I feel so bad for him. Per that $200 million deal. Yeah. So what New Orleans needs to do is they need to find a way to keep him there because I know he's got to be he's got to be pretty mad. They just need pieces for him around him. Yeah. That, you know. Rondo is not the answer. No. I mean, they they, they, they got defense around them. They just – there's not a lot, not enough offense. You know who should be nice? Ian Clark. Ian Clark, yeah. Yeah. You know, Memphis represent – yeah, yeah, for sure. And he uh, he played well with Golden State last year. He he had a lot of clock for Golden State. When 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 he signed, when when you know with the Warriors, Golden State did not match his offer sheet. He yeah, became no. a free agent. Yeah. And then he signed with the Pelicans. I I thought to myself, I might have even you know texted you about it. You know this is this was a great signing for New Orleans. Absolutely. They, they need they need scoring. They need shooting too, really bad. I just don't know if they're utilizing him. Not not really. I don't even think he starts. I think they. I think they. The yeah, he, they got him coming off the bench. You know that needs to change. He was a great player in Golden State. He had Curry and Thompson. You know his role models in the backcourt. Yeah, he's still still doing great. He's probably the best shooter besides Steph, Clay, and Durant on that team. Like, on the Warriors yeah, team. On the Warriors those, team last year. Yeah. He's either there for two years or three years. But he came out of Belmont. Oh yeah. He's a great player, Belmont under Coach Bird. Coach Bird. Yeah. You know, that Belmont teams, those Bel- Belmont teams were interesting for sure. But he's probably one of the greatest, if not the most successful Belmont professional player of all time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, other injuries, you know, we, we got to bring up. Even though you know, I think he's irrelevant. You know, we talk a lot of crap about him. Jeremy Lin, you know, haircut. Jeremy Lin. Oh man, that that was probably the most heartbreaking injury. That was more. That was more heartbreaking than Hayward to me. Just the way that the camera was on him, and like he just looked at his knees like I'm done. I mean, he started crying right there. I, f- I felt for him because he was excited. He was excited to play. He loves playing better. He loves uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn loves him there too. You know, it seems like Jeremy Lin had kind of a new spark. You know, with D'Angelo Russell coming in, there was a lot yeah. of there was a lot of promotion in Brooklyn with the Nets. Yeah. A lot of like subway ads, a lot of yeah, bus they, ads, they had, they had billboards. Had a lot of clout going around them. For real, you know that that backcourt I never thought would. Would be yeah, I, yeah, it wouldn't have been that great, but I mean, it's still, this still would have been probably pretty exciting. They probably want to make the playoffs though. Nah, nah, the Nets just aren't there, and they still owe. Well, they owe Cle- Boston. I, I think one more. But you know, Cleveland's getting that pick now. Yeah. Which we'll get to a little later, of oh, course. Man. Yeah. But speaking on that draft pick, what do you think Cleveland will do? Man, you know, it's Cleveland really, you know, got got some good pieces in that trade. You know, obviously, they got you know, kind of you know knocked off by Isaiah Thomas because he's not playing till you know January. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. but uh, you know they could do a lot with it. They could draft you know one of these guys who are coming out of colleges here, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, Mizzou. Amazing. Yeah. But Great he might. He, but he said he might. He might do uh, more than one year, too. No. Mm, let's talk. Let's let's touch on that. He Michael Porter Jr. will be at Mizzou for one year. Yeah. I would put. Any amount of money on it. The, he won't want to stay in college. It's not like Mizzou is going to compete for a national champion. It's going to be kind of similar to Ben Simmons at LSU. At LSU, yeah. yeah. He's a similar yeah. player to Ben Simmons. Better shot, of course. Yeah, better score. Better three, better scorer. Um, worse passer, in my opinion, from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Worse playmaker, but yeah, a better, so yeah, better to me, scorer. To me, he's a little, he's a little KD-esque to me. He's just not, just not as long. Right, but he's still, you know, he's the projected number one, two, three pick right now. Absolutely, top two, Long top two easily. Marvin Bagley the third, yeah. Duke. Yeah, monster, monstrous. 
you know, he if Cleveland did draft him next year, he'd come right in there. Yeah, he would. He, yeah, he'd start immediately. He'd start even with you know four and five combo of Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. They could do you know maybe if this year doesn't pan out, if the Cavs don't make it to the finals or lose in the finals, maybe they're going to be looking to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe Braun leaves. Yeah, say so if LeBron leaves, that's that's the um, that LeBron leaves, they can draft Porter if he stays. Get Bagley. Right. There's a lot. There's a hey, lot. Yeah, it's so much. To, and now that um, Jeremy, now that Jeremy Lin is out. And Brooklyn, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose more games now too. Right. So that, so that pick just got way more sweeter. That pick's great if they hold on to it. Yeah. That's if they hold on to it. Wait, do you think they could? They would trade for anybody else for it? Well, let's talk about Eric Bledsoe and the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. You think they'd give up that pick for Bledsoe? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. They're too. They're loaded at the guard position already. But man, wouldn't that be something? I thought that's LeBron and Mini LeBron, aka. Bledsoe. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought they were gonna do with uh, Kyrie. I thought they were gonna trade Bledsoe for Kyrie. But there's been speculation in trade talks, trade rumors on Bledsoe since they traded Isaiah Thomas yeah. and Gordon Dragic. So this yeah. is three years. Yeah. This is going on three seasons now. You know, and Bledsoe came from the Clippers. He was Chris Paul's backup. Chris Paul's backup. He was solid. But when he when he got his chance at Phoenix, he shined. He shined too. They they barely. They missed the playoffs by I think one game. I think like two, two, three, three, maybe three or four seasons ago when it was him and Dragic taking over. And Phoenix is just you know I, I like what they're doing with the young players. I like Devin Book. Devin Booker's probably my favorite player in the league right now. Right I, now, I'm all in. Yeah, man, he's got, he's, he's got some sauce, dude. I he's, like Devin Booker a lot. Yeah, but um, but I understand Bledsoe's frustration with him wanting to leave Phoenix because they're. They've looked awful. Like on defense, no one's getting back on defense. Offense, people are just pulling up from everywhere. And he's he's twenty. He's in his prom now on a really young team. So I understand that he wants to get out of there. You know, it's funny. You know, you said he's twenty-seven. He's young. Yeah. But he's probably the second or third oldest player on that team right now. Yeah, he's probably besides besides Jared Dudley and Tyson Chandler. He's probably the the third oldest on that team. Right. It's it's real. It's it's just concerning. I know I'm from Arizona. I'm I'm a Suns fan by default. My fi- <laughs> my favorite teams of all time were the 05 and 06, 07 Suns. That was a, that was the team that brought me into the NBA. Nash, Stoudemire, yeah, I loved Sean them. Marion, loved them so much. But Joe Johnson too. Joe Johnson, Rajon Bell, Stacks. Leonardo Barbosa. Stacks. At the end there, Shaq Shaq was on the squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah old, we're not old, gonna talk about it. Old Shaq. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. But the Suns, what they're doing, what, I I think everyone appreciates what they're doing, but they're not winning basketball games. No, no. they fired Earl Watson. Earl Watson. Yeah, I I didn't like him as a head coach anyway. I feel like there's there's better options out there that they could use. You know, I I don't think Steve Nash wants to be involved in the Suns. You know, he sold no. his house in Paradise Valley, which is a really nice yeah, he's, part. He's, actually, he's on the Phoenix. Warriors. He's on the Warriors staff. Yeah, he is. He's a special. He's a player development consultant. Yeah, which is cool. I don't see Nash joining. I I don't even know if there's been legitimate talks. I know there's been rumblings for the last couple of years, but Nash stays busy. Um, I don't think he he likes how. You know the ending of him and Phoenix went where he went to the Lakers. Yeah, there's probably still some raw, some raw meat there. Yeah, that probably still pretty, pretty sad. But about he it. he also is involved with you know the Vancouver Whitecaps, which is a professional soccer team. He's the majority owner of that. Not really. So, I'm just a businessman and you know Canadian legend. 
Um, I don't see him coming back to the Suns. Could he benefit them? Do you see Nash as a coach or GM? As a coach. President of basketball operations? Uh, possibly. Just because he was such a floor general. Yeah, you put. I thought you put any any floor general point guard at coach. They 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 make a difference. You know, kind of similar to Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just know. I just don't know what he what he would help how he would help Devin Booker out. Right. It's like it's just two different two different play types, you know, and that's gonna be the face of the franchise if not now already. Totally agree. Um, let's talk about the other young pieces in Phoenix: Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, Dragon Bender, Marquise yeah. Chris. Marquise, I like Marquise Chris a lot. Uh, Tyler Ulis, they got they still got Brandon Knight on the roster. He has had a tough career, but he can still hoop. Why aren't they winning basketball games? I couldn't tell you. Too too young, mm-hmm. too inexperienced. Uh, not enough, not enough energy. I don't know. I don't know why they're not. That feel like they're just not trying. They're not. They're not meshing together well. Right. And you know, going back to trading Bledsoe, you know, can can we talk about? Can we recognize and acknowledge the fact that Bledsoe tweeted, "I don't want to <laughs> be here," and they. They tried to blame it on Salon. Following that tweet, they essentially told told him he was relieved. He, he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, they told him just pretty much get out. Because they had a meeting, and I, I think he walked out of the meeting. It's been a long time coming in Phoenix, yeah. in the Valley. Yeah, for sure. Been a long time coming. I, I would have liked to see it happen earlier. I mean, but Phoenix has had a lot of ugly breakups with uh, who they have. Isaiah, who else Who else had a Mar- – uh, one of the Morris twins, Markeith. Mark, right. Yeah, he blamed it on the uh, – he hated being there because of the the uh, franchise. I guess I mean, the, the front office was just awful. The front – I mean, honestly, the, the Suns organization started going downhill when Steve Kerr became the GM. <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like Steve Kerr sabotaged the Phoenix organization and then went to Golden State. Yep. That's what it seems like <laughs> to me. And I know that's not fair to say. Yeah. I love Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah. Great he's, he's coach. A cool was a great yeah. player. Went to University of Arizona. 2K Shout out Tucson. Um, he's just Steve Kerr is a great coach. Was he a bad GM? Yeah. Yes. Just like Isaiah Thomas was for New York. This is awful. Right. Just like I thought, Vlad. I would have said Vladdy Divac, but you know my fate's a little more restored in him. I yeah. thought he was crazy to make that Demarcus Cousins trade nah. for Langston Galloway yeah. and Buddy Buckets. Buddy Buckets, and I got Tyreek Evans and a pick. And that pick yeah. turned out to be uh, Justin Jackson. But, I mean, they played the Suns a couple days ago. And the Suns, that's the only uh, win the Suns have this year. Right. See, but, I, they're, but they're both real young teams, though. I like both of them. You know, the Kings have some good pieces. Of course, Coach Jaeger's moving them in the right direction. Absolutely. I like Jaeger in Memphis. Right. I mean, everybody liked Jaeger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Do I like Fizdell more? Yes. Yeah, probably. The Grizzlies are undefeated. 3-0. They just lost. They lost. They just lost to the Mavericks about five minutes ago. Wow, 3-1. and 3-1. and one. Not looked at the updated scores. Um, you know, speaking of games tonight, Russell Westbrook's second triple-double. You know, let's touch upon the Thunder for a sec. Are yeah. the Thunder going to win as many basketball games as people are saying? What does yeah. it look like right now? Absolutely. Uh, I like them. I like them, too. They're, they're looking really good. I think they just played... They just played the Pacers tonight for them to get that triple double. Right. But yeah, they're looking good. They had a um, they had a really good game against Minnesota. They had like three, four game game time shots like back to back to back. Like back within to back like to with back. like with like in a minute span. 
It was amazing. But uh, the Pacers, Victor Oladipo looks amazing right now. I think he's averaging like 25 a game over the last like five games. He's dropped 30 like three times. Yeah, he's, he's looking good. Right, the Pacers, I mean, for, for me – I would have said they're out of the playoffs, but honestly, in the East, anyone can make. They can make it. They can make it. They look. They look real well. Yeah, he's he's been playing. uh, Sabonis. Sabonis has been playing really good. TJ Leaf's been getting some shots up too. TJ Leaf, you like him? Uh, We'll just see as the season goes. You know, we'll keep an eye out for the Pacers, as everybody else should too, because you never know. You never know with the Pacers. Yeah. Speaking on this week East, the Sixers are one and four. Sixers are one and four, and this team is going to take some time. People should not. Of course, the city of brotherly love, Philly. Philly's not expecting a sixty-win team. No. Nah. They, they not yet. Not yet. Real. Not yet. They got the Eagles. They'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good right now. They got the. I mean, uh, Zach Ertz. Zach, bring in Zach Ertz. You know he can. Play, yeah, yeah. He can play he power still. forward. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. All right, and there's there's one name we haven't said all day, all night, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antti Tacumpo, he's MVP favorite in Vegas right now. Absolutely, I understand why he's he's leading the NBA and scoring right now too. It's like thirty five a game. It's it's I mean it's early, it's, it's super early. It's early, but it's fun. It's fun to absolutely. you know project. It's fun to yeah project. yeah absolutely. And they look, he looks amazing right now. He's playing with a huge chip on his shoulder, and he's you can you can tell he's just he's dominating in every way. If he if he gets him a jumper, he'll average thirty seven a game. Right, I would love, I would love to see the Bucks yeah, so in the Eastern Conference Finals can't this year. Stop him. He's only twenty-one years old. Right, Giannis, he can play. You know, he's six eleven. He can play. He any plays position. one through five. Play in any position. It's not fair. You know, every year Giannis has got better. Of course, now yeah. he's only twenty-two years old. He's twenty-two. Yeah, I think he is twenty-two now. I think I was wrong with it. Twenty-one. Giannis, he's twenty-two years old. Maybe he came in the league when he was eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Came in the league yeah. when he was eighteen. The Greek freak. Speaking on young hype players, uh, Lonzo Ball out west, does he deserve the hate that he's been getting? No. Yeah, I don't think he does either. Lonzo Ball is going to be a great NBA player. Yeah. I, I, I believe it. I've believed it. I still believe it. I'll continue to believe it. Yeah, for, for a guy that doesn't say much, people really have a target on him. It's, it's, I, it's his dad's fault. You can blame Big Daddy LeVar. <laughs> but I feel like it'll make him better, honestly, in the long run. Right. And uh, Patrick Beverly, you know, he he got at it. Man, he gave him that work. But, I mean, he bounced back and gave him a triple-double right after. Yeah, that's great. Lonzo, as the Lakers, you know, continue to mesh. And Luke Walton, you know, implements his system a little better. And that system really continues to progress. Yes. That's, that team is going to be dangerous. Absolutely. If everything comes together. Absolutely. Ingram's looking good. He's looking, Yeah, he's looking solid. Uh, good. Kuzma's looking pretty so, good. Yeah. Uh, Julius Randle. I like Julius Randle. Julius Randle, he gets he gets down and dirty with people. Right. He reminds me of like a a bigger, not as defensive Draymond. And I I think Josh Hart should get some more minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been he's been hooping too. I think I like uh Vander Vander Blue. Vander Blue's been hooping. He hooped all summer league. Right. And whenever he gets his minutes, he 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 puts the ball in the hoop, man. Right. And Brooke Lopez, solid solid piece. Yeah. He just solid. man. He's just he needs to rebound more and play better defense. So, Jalen, let's conclude our podcast with this. Uh, what's an ideal trade scenario for Eric Bledsoe in your mind right now? Eric Bledsoe? What team? What team? The only team I really know that needs a point guard 
is uh, Denver. Denver. Denver, yeah. I think they should, they'd probably give uh, give away Moutier, uh, probably Trey Lyles, who they just picked up from the Jazz, and maybe maybe like a second-round pick for him. Right. And you know what's interesting, you know, going back to the Suns front office, because uh, per an interview that I was reading today on Yahoo Sports, uh, the Suns GM, Ryan McDonough, basically put him and his agent, uh, Rich Hill, who was also LeBron's agent, on blast. Really? So the Suns, you know, the Suns are fighting back, and they're not just going to take, you know, that what what Eric Bledsoe did, which is which is really not cool as a professional yeah. athlete who's made millions of dollars for yeah. the Suns. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of teams out there. They probably could give, not even give a lot for him. Honestly, they could probably give him away for pretty pretty cheap. That would be interesting to see Bledsoe on the Nuggets. I feel like that's what they need. You know who, who you know who he'd be running that pick and roll with? Oh yeah, it'd be dirty, dude, with the with the Joker and uh, Paul Millsap. That'd Joker, be, that'd be Paul nice. Millsap. And they, they got Fareed on the bench too. Right, the manimal. I've been saying for the last couple months here that the Nuggets are going to make it. You know, they're going to be a six to eight. I know they are. I yeah, yeah, in yeah, for sure. I think that they have a pretty rough rough start right now, but they'll they'll snowball. They'll snowball for sure. Right, and. It just you know the Bledsoe trade is just so intriguing to me because it's something I've wanted to happen to see yeah, come for, to fruition for, for so long. But it's just so many teams out there that have a point guard. It, like it's it's, it's probably five teams that don't have a star caliber point guard right now. And you, you know how last season it, I mean he's really been wanting to be traded. You know really I'm sure for a couple years. Yeah, but deep down seriously traded <laughs> as in talks with his agency and everything. I would say it goes back to the decision to rest him last year yeah you know so they could further their tanking efforts yeah you know what i mean yeah for sure yeah i mean because he's wasting he's wasting his his prom wasting away his talents sitting there man it's just tough because oh i've liked bledsoe yeah man free bledsoe free bledsoe no let's get it trending um my opinion i don't necessarily want this to happen i'd rather see him go back to the clippers Honestly, the Clippers, I could see it, but would you rather him start over Patrick Beverly? Yes. Really? I feel like they wouldn't do that to Beverly, though. They just gave him the keys, and he's really excited to be there. I feel like they wouldn't do it to him. But um, I think I think the Cavs are a serious contender for him, as everybody's been talking about the last 24 hours or so. Yeah. And I think what a trade would look like, I think that pick that we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know, that, that is going to be a lottery pick. Yeah, for no, sure. No, let's not. Yeah, for sure. For Let's sure. not play around here. That is going to be a lot. Brooklyn stinks. Yeah. They're garbage. Yeah, they just beat Cleveland. They, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, come into the season. Yeah, yeah, they got lucky. You know, the Cavs are going to look something yeah. like, you know, 50 and 30. Yeah, easily. Because they can, they can coast. 50 and 32. They can coast. And they 52 and 30. It'll be, you know, they'll lose some games. They're not going to, they won't be a 60-win team. They could be. They could be. They could be. They're just. They're not. They're not going to. They're going to rest their players for the playoffs. Right. They know they're in. Yeah. You know. We'll see how this Bucks team. This Bucks team progresses. Man, the Celtics the, team. The way that their Bucks are looking, that must around be the second, second or first seed. Right. But as far as the, the trade specifics, you know, for a Cavs trade, I think they're going to have to give up Shump. Shumpert, yeah, Shumpert, Shumpert and that uh, that pick would be a good trade off. I Shumpert, think they're gonna have to give Shump in that pick, Shump and Channing Fry, maybe that rookie Zizek. Maybe, but I feel like because Shumpert he needs out anyway. He's too good of a player to be third string. No minutes. No minutes at all. Five and, minutes and when he comes game. in, when he comes in, he puts up 15, 20 points. And he's really efficient. He's a hot energy player. 
But I feel like that uh, that Brooklyn pick should go towards a center. And the two centers that I feel like they should go, it should be uh, DeMarcus. DeMarcus or Marcus Hall. Because Marcus Hall will give them that veteran. It gives them defense, passing, and offense. He still gives you 26. He had 26-11 tonight. Led the Grizzlies to a 3-1 uh, beginning of the season. Right. And you, and know, then, you know it's an interesting point to make that uh, Rich Paul, you know, he's a high-profile agent for John Wall, Braun, yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know who he also recently represented? Who? Earl Watson. Earl Watson, really? <laughs> right, I just thought that was an interesting point. You know, it's funny how things come full circle full like circle. that. But the last thing we're going to touch on here, you know, let's talk about how NBA stars are, are now have the power to dictate where they play you know, via social media. This is crazy. What do you yeah, think? it is. Yeah, it is. With Paul George saying, well, I'm just going to go to the Lakers. It sent the Pacers into a... Uh, like, we don't know what we're going to do. We have to get something for what we can get. Right. You know, it wasn't necessarily through solely the power of social media, but Kyrie Irving essentially said, I'm going to a different team. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want out. It's crazy. This is a crazy time for professional basketball yeah, right social now. social media. It, it, it makes you think what would happen, like, in the 80s or 90s if we had social media back then. Right, right. Like, what, what crazy trade would have went down or who would land where right other other you know notable teams where Bledsoe could land is Milwaukee I think Milwaukee yeah I could I could see it I just I feel like that doesn't fit their system I think they're progressing so much and and how much is too much to offer for Bledsoe too much much, offer for Bledsoe you know the Suns are going to be asking a significant amount from some a team like Milwaukee but if I if I'm if I'm any team I'm not giving them a whole lot because at this point they're they're gonna have to take what they can get because he he doesn't want to be there he's not gonna resign so it's it's no point right we know that Bledsoe coming in to a team like Cleveland or a potential contender like Milwaukee he he instantly would give a boost on the defensive side absolutely De- defensively and offensively for sure I mean the Bucks the Bucks do have some assets you know let's not Beat around the bush here. Henson, Vaughn, Teletovic, Delhi, Sterling Brown, draft picks. You know, they can make something yeah, happen. They, they can make some shake for sure. They could uh they could almost give uh Greg Monroe away too, since he's not starting anymore. Right. Um an interesting trade scenario is from S B Nation. Um you know, one of the one of the writers was talking about how there'd be a three three trade scenario uh between Phoenix Philadelphia and Milwaukee. You know, he said that Phoenix would receive Henson via Milwaukee, Vaughn via Milwaukee, Milwaukee's 2018 first round pick, mm-hmm. Philly's 2019 first round pick. Then Philly would get Tyson Chandler via Phoenix. Yeah. Then Toledovic from Milwaukee, which is something. You know, when I saw that, I, I really believed in that. It seems like that guy has some inside knowledge because yeah. that's something that could work. Yeah, I wouldn't. Opinion. I wouldn't want Tyson Chandler. Honestly, he's he's one of the reasons why I, I don't like this Phoenix team because defensively he's just not there anymore. Last year he had he did well. Last year, this year I don't know what's going on with him. Well, he no. looks he looks out of shape. He doesn't look motivated at all. He's like he let people literally walk by him. Right. Um, f- forgot to mention that in that trade idea from SB Nation, Milwaukee would get Bledsoe, Bayless, and Jaleel Okafor. 
Ooh. So that was a crucial part. Ooh, yeah, I feel like that's too juicy. Right. Too juicy for Milwaukee. So, yeah, that trade, which is what a lot of people, um, you know, in the sports world are looking at right now, was Bledsoe, Bayless, and Ogafor to Philly, Henson, Vaughn, Milwaukee 2018 first-round pick, Philly 2019 first-round pick, and then Philly gets Tyson Chandler and Toledovic. So Yeah, nah, I wouldn't even do that. You don't think so? Nah. Nah, that's because you're dropping Okafor for an old, out-of-shape Tyson Chandler and a uh, shooter. Right, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Bledsoe, only, we're, we're only a week and a half in. It's been it's been great already. Bledsoe is not out of juice. You know, he's not out no, of juice. No, absolutely not. He has a lot left. He's only 27 yeah, years he's old. Yeah, he's only 27 years old. He has a motor too, man. He's he's great. He, he's work, he works out with LeBron. Like he's, same, yeah, yeah, so he's in tip-top shape. Rich Paul. But uh, someone will make a move for him, you know, and they should. Bledsoe could be a key asset for a lot of teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Hell Hoops podcast with Zach and Jalen. Uh, if you like this episode, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Hella Hoops and be looking out for our next episode coming to iTunes soon.